Hey, this is John Sally, and thanks for listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is Cassie Sobleton. I'm a health and wellness expert, speaker, and author of Back to Balance. You're listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hi, this is Lisa Hickey, CEO of Good Men Media and publisher of The Good Men Project. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hey, it's Jason Robel, the author of Eternity, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is Michael Patrick Peters, the creator of Dance Meditation Technique, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is Len Barker from the Mankind Project Chicago. You are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hi, this is Katie Delbaugh, author of the book Let It Out, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises. I'm John Moises. That is Chris Forte. Live brave. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show. New introduction. Loving it. <laughs> we finally got all our uh, promo spots uh, all put together. Well, ju- well, well done, kid. Yeah, hopefully, very people, creative. People, I don't know about that, but yeah. uh, hopefully, everybody likes it. I could not do that. So, yeah. I, even if it you gave me a year with the equipment and how to do it, I don't think I could do it. So, I appreciate you, Johnny. <laughs> I'm saying. All right, thank all right. you. Right. So, uh, before we get started, I want to thank everybody for subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes, following us on Twitter at the warrior pod and liking the humble warrior podcast on facebook and instagram we were supposed to have a guest today but he's not feeling so good no so we gotta we gotta do this on the fly yeah so today we had a little conversation about vulnerability and what that means and i think it's uh it's a hard topic to talk about because you got to make yourself a little vulnerable to do it. Yeah, especially, you know, it's for guys. You know, like we were talking about, you know, vulnerability. What what does that actually mean? You know, I I only understood what it meant maybe a few years ago. Oh, really? Friend, yeah. How did you get to understand it? I think just through my reading, readings of, you know, uh, self-help, personal development books, and then when I was going the stuff that I've been going through and a way to communicate it in a way that I was realizing I wasn't communicating a lot of stuff and realizing that I was maybe holding down those emotions and, and that's where vulnerability really lies is, 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 I guess what you and I were saying is being able to share one's feelings. Right. Right. Being open, being open, being open, lowering your defenses. Right, right. Which is very hard to do. Right. So, when was the time that you were, when you were vulnerable? When, what, I mean, there's many times. Let me, I mean, when, when were you vulnerable? Well, I, I'm asking you. <laughs> you're, you're asking me. You're the author. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can talk about mine, but. Well, I think just how we, how this topic came up as I was sharing with you everything that's going on with uh, where I am with this book mm-hmm. and that it has been written and it's now in the hands. I'm working with this woman kind of polishing that together. So let's recap for those new yeah, listeners good, out good, there. Good, yeah. Do this. So this has been going on a long time. Yeah. So for the past year and a half, you've been working on a book and initially you started out 
with a concept and you went you hired somebody to help you put that concept into a proposal right. so that you could send it to some publishers namely Hay House yeah to see if they'd be interested in picking up the book and basically paying you to write it right so up to that point you hadn't actually written the book you have the idea for the book but not any right written word right of your story and then the Hay House uh, contest came. You submitted the proposal. Didn't get accepted. Mm-hmm. And you then realized you have to actually write, write the book. Write the book. So since that time, you've been spending day and night actually writing out the, your story. And right. putting first putting pen to paper. Yeah. And then putting paper to keyboard computer right (laughs) so you did yeah you did you kind of did twice twice. yeah and so recently you've gone to somebody to help you polish that writing yes so that it is in book form right versus story or however you read it rewrote it i haven't read it yet right um and that's where you are today and that's where i am today and to go way back you have been dedicating yourself to writing, to figuring out what this book is. Mm-hmm. We're doing the podcast. You do the blog at the website. And you're still trying to figure out exactly what it is you're supposed to be doing. Where all this is going. Yeah, where, right. it all, where it's going. But you have, this. I guess this is where you're vulnerable. You've kind of put yourself out there in a position where it's either you have to you, this has to work, or you have to do something else. Right. Which I don't know, it's pretty hard to do. It's it's hard to do, and you know I just talked to a good friend who I've known since it's hard to believe we met in college. So we would be eight, eighteen. I mean, it's hard to believe that I've known this guy close to twenty seven, twenty eight years, and he knows. I mean, he knows my track record. I mean, he's seen me go through the whole thing, and I was talking to him today, and tell, and he hasn't listened to, like, any podcast or anything, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But he's like, kid, what are you doing? You know, you sure you got everything under control? Right. And, well, I th- you know, that's I, a good question because from – right. <laughs> Because from really, the outside, somebody's looking at you. You're, you're, yeah. Anybody's looking. I'm looking at you. Right. You're, Every week I come in here, and I'm like, "That's why we do this show weekly." <laughs> so you keep. So I'm not. I don't think I'm going crazy. Well, I mean, like you know? an outsider, just looking, saying, "Hey, I've got X amount of money in the bank. I'm not working." And well, let's I, define that. We are working. Well, just, I'm not like, working for money right, at this. I'm not getting right. paid to do anything at this point. At this point, right? And you're staying committed to it, and yet you have expenses and a, a bank account that's shrinking. Yep. Rather than growing, so that to me is very a very vulnerable place. I would. I, I gotta yeah. tell you, I probably. Would not be comfortable sitting in your chair right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even going to say probably. I would not be comfortable. I'd be, I might be like, some might say 
you know. But this is what's great because being scared out of my yeah, we're being stuff. we're being vulnerable and you can laugh. Right yeah. now, we're both sharing each other. You know, that's a sharing feelings and you know how one feels and you know that's what vulnerability is about. And so I think that's number one why. I, a big way for me to express and show my vulnerability is through my writing. That's why I do the blog. And as I wrote the book, now I kind of know, you know, one of the reasons I did write the book because initially the whole intent of the book was to heal, grow, and share. And through that was a, is a healing process and a growing process. For yourself. For myself. Right. And you knowing me is I was trying to, this is, and this is kind of where, I can only speak to my experience is kind of where I was, you know, shooting myself in the foot or going to, I would even say my old self is I was trying to delegate something because <laughs> well, I was thinking it from a, from a business perspective, mm-hmm. you know, to put, you know, let's get the best professional proposal out there and I'm going to have someone who's done it and, and has done it well. And it really took away from the actual gift of what I should have been doing. Right. Which has been writing this whole time. So, so then I write it, and I write it on these yellow pads. Right. I show you these yellow pads, and then I was going to have someone type it all up. Right, right. And edit it along the way. And Which is what you've which I would have done, done in the past. Yeah, 99 out of 100 times. Just so everyone knows out there, Chris, from my experience with you, mm-hmm. a lot of, let's say, labor tasks. Right. You don't really... That's not you. (laughs) Or it hasn't been you in the past, let's say. Right. The new you has been taking on more of these. Take it. Doing. doing, You know, and it's going to be a word we're going to hear more and more on because this is kind of what the gift has been is is doing everything with a purpose Mm -hmm. and doing your best. Doing your best. And then realizing, okay, if there's something that you just don't have the um what's the word the talent for whatever believe that that then it's okay to go delegate or find someone with that expertise but if there's something that you can do especially if it's for your highest good and your benefit you should do does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. so and and so that that's why then i typed it up and then by typing it up though was much more of a different experience because i was actually reading it again mm -hmm. you know and i was making you know and i was making corrections right and they were all these, again, these little reminders along the way. Wow. Overcame this, overcame this, overcame this, overcame this. So it gets to this point where we are present time. And you and I talked about this before getting on the air. You know, right now, I'm just all the fuel and all the gas in this tank is on faith and trust. But I had to write my whole book and go through all the experiences. <laughs> so. I can feel at peace where I am and trust and just trust every day. Just do the best with what you can and what you want to do. It will, it will turn out for the highest good for all. But at the end of the day, you truly have to believe in your heart. You have to believe in your heart. It's going to be, and that's where that fear creeps in. That's where not blame, you know, as a humble warrior, one of our lessons is, is we are responsible for our lives. 100% for our lives we don't blame anyone or anything or any circumstance for where we're at in our lives and so i'm really you know it 
putting it to the test to walk the walk here with all this stuff. And you know what? I'm shitting bricks. <laughs> 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 I'm shitting bricks here. I don't know. I don't know how this is all going to turn out. So, but, but, you know, we're doing the things that you and I, you know, like to do. We're doing it. We're staying consistent with it. We just keep going. So let me ask you, if you didn't, so the way I look at it is if you didn't actually type it out, you, you gave it to somebody else. I think that's kind of like giving your investment to somebody else. And I'm glad you said that too. And it's actually what I've learned too is you're giving your power away. Yeah. Because it's like you're, you're, the yes. act of typing it and moving it from first from mind to paper. Right. And then paper to something that is legible like, you know, a word processing document that you can send to other people. That's part of your in, your mind investment, your share, like and your creativity coming out in the process of doing that. Right. Whereas in the past, I think you just looked at it as a task versus I got to, this right. is something I have to do. It's just something I have to do for myself. And you and I, again, before we went on the air, which is kind of helped me look at this is I'm, really really working hard not to look at for any business perspective whatsoever right that's hard thing. right and that's the hard thing and just know that listen there's a there's a book in me that needs to get out wherever it's gonna you know however it goes it goes but it's got to come out the right way it's got to come right from the heart and then you just see what happens right so but I, you know, I was getting all like, "Oh, you do this, you got to build this platform," which I totally, <laughs> uh, yeah. totally agree. Which we are doing in a way. We're building <laughs> yeah. a platform. You know, every you know, uh, this no, is I, I know. this is what you got to do. You got to build a platform. You know, and you know, we are building a platform. I think it's but, just funny because a year ago, but when we were building a platform, we didn't even know we were building a platform. Well, no, I, I, t- I think you knew. Yeah, <laughs> a year ago, he came back from Hay House that right. first. Hey, house event. Right. But and you're we, like, we're doing it all right. We're we doing got the podcast. Right, right. We got a website. Right. Yes. We got, we got a platform. We do. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. You've got like, you know, the infrastructure for one. Right. But I think what it is and what we're still trying to uncover is what is the authentic voice of the platform. Mm-hmm. Right. We kind of talked about this idea of. You know, when we were talking about the book proposal earlier, mm-hmm. is trying to separate kind of what you think from what is authentic and true. Right. Because your mind can play games on you. Absolutely. Especially if you're thinking about, oh, how is this, mm. how does it work from a business perspective? Strategically, what am I supposed to do? Right. Right. And it's a balance. And it's a balance. And I'm glad you brought that up because we're like trying to, it's interesting, we're trying to find our voice, right, on this show. Like like you said, it's it's evolving. Yeah, it's right? changed. Yeah. And, you know, mostly throughout the book, I I go back to the voice, the voice, whatever that voice means to somebody. Oh, the whole, <laughs> so, yeah, that's a different the kind voice, of voice. The yeah. voice, right. And, you know, you have to wait till the book gets out because I don't want to go through each story and every time. But at the end of the day, I put the voice is my heart. Is, right. the, is the heart that speaks, not the mind. And then the heart shares the feelings. And in the heart, that's where vulnerability can be expressed. Well, is the heart the most vulnerable? Yes. Yeah, isn't it? 
I, right. I think it is. So, so, kid, if we speak from the heart, man, we we just got to speak from the heart on the show. Yeah, it's hard to do. It is hard to do. Are people going to like us or not like us? Are well, we you always, there's all that, and there's like... Are we wimpy, you know? Are we not uh, men? Are we going to start, you know? Well, there's that, too. You know, I mean... But yeah. I think you speak from the heart, you can't lose. That's the way I'm viewing it. Okay. I For yourself. Just just for one. Not what anybody else thinks. Just for one's own self. I'm just feeling at peace, at, you know, with who you are. If you could speak from your heart and speak the truth... I mean, I've tried it the other way. It wasn't working. <laughs> so what you was know? the other? Let's talk about the other way. Well, I think it's kind of what we just said, what you're saying. It was. It is hard, but it really, now I'm thinking about it, it, it hasn't been hard lately because I'm doing it. <laughs> you know? I just wasn't doing it or for whatever reason. Sometimes, you know, when you hear the, the um, saying, oh, the, um, sometimes the truth may hurt. Okay. Right? Well, I'd rather tell the truth and take, you know, Let's put it this way. I wouldn't want to tell someone not to not the truth, worrying about someone's feelings. Because okay. I, you know, the truth does hurt sometimes, but at least I'm telling the truth. So that makes me feel good. I I know it, it does that make sense? Sure, if you want if you're speaking your truth. Right. Yeah, you don't want to and it could be any. It could be any business. Let's just talk business. Uh, actually, actually, okay. Business. I mean, how many times you're in a presentation and you're like, dude, this guy, you know, this is just a bad presentation. But you know what? He's my boss. I'm not going to tell him. Right. I actually got a good example. Oh, not, I don't know if it's good. But this just happened to, me, <laughs> happened to me last week. So, so you know, both my kids go to preschool. And in preschool, they're like, for some reason, they're all over this the sunscreen. So I have to bring a bottle of sunscreen and leave it with them. Now, keep in mind, guys, I don't know if anybody knows, but John is Filipino. He's dark. His kids are dark. <laughs> they're going to be they're natu- half Filipino. They're, yeah, well, they're naturally bronzed. I mean, yeah. they don't get to worry about But anyway, go, but, go with the sunscreen. You know, I think the sunscreen, uh, I, I still okay. think it's important. Even. Yes, yes. I mean, I yes. don't wear it, but my kids, some, yes. you know. Anyways. No, it is, it is. Yes. So it's a big thing about having the sunscreen. So a couple weeks ago, now that's getting warmer out. They reminded me, hey, we don't have sunscreen for your son. I said, okay, I'll bring it in the next day. I buy sunscreen, two bottles, put his name on it, write his name in big letters on a permanent marker, give it to the teacher or the caretaker. And then every, every day when I pick them up, I get a little note that says what happened and what, what kinds of things they need. Mm-hmm. And literally a week later, I get the note saying, we need sunscreen for your son. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just bought a new bottle and left it here. And so when I was picking up, I read this note, mm-hmm. and he was off with the, the caretaker when I got the note out of his little mailbox. So I'm thinking about the sunscreen. I'm like, what? what? I just dropped it off. What do you mean you need it again? Mm-hmm. Did you lose it? Mm-hmm. And I swear to God that, I had sunscreen from last year that was still there, but that's a whole other story. Okay. So I'm a little agitated. So I see the teacher with my son. I said, you didn't get the sunscreen I gave you? I thought, I'm pretty sure I gave it to you. And she looked at me and she goes, no, we talked about it, but we were looking for it and wondering why you never gave it. And I'm, I said, no, I, 
I gave it. And I described the bottle. I said, it's copper tone. It's in a blue bottle. SPF 50. It's children's. Like, I knew exactly what I gave. I'm, that's how confident I was that I gave it to her. And she just kind of looked at me with a sideways look. She's like, well, I guess we'll look for it. I'm like, okay. And then I took my son, got my daughter with one. And I'm thinking as I walked away, maybe I was a little hard on her. Right? Mm-hmm. So I get home. And later that night, I'm telling my wife what happened. And she says, well, are you going to go, are you going to apologize or, you know, talk to her next time you see her? I said, no, I'm not. And she said, why? I said, because I don't, I mean, I was asking myself if I was a little hard on her, but I didn't feel bad about it. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I had to apologize for anything. Mm -hmm. And this is the actual woman you gave the uh, sunscreen to. Or no, is this... I, that I'm not sure of because okay. there's a, there's like four caretakers okay. in the class. So I could have okay. handed it to anybody. Okay. But they have their little box and, you know, the name's okay. on it. So right. everybody, every kid has their own sunscreen. So right. Right. it should be there somewhere. So today I go in and uh, I have this new bottle of sunscreen and I hand it to her. Mm-hmm. And I say, I'm giving you the sunscreen. Here it is. And she says, we looked for it and we couldn't find it. And then she tells the other teacher, oh, you know, this is what happened. And I said, okay, well, here it is. And I guess the point of the story is kind of what we were talking about of this idea of not hurting people's feelings or speaking your truth. At that moment, that's I've, I was a little agitated, yes. But I don't think when I confronted her, <laughs> I did it in... With emotional intent or anger. Right. I told her, I said, I thought I, I'm pretty sure I gave it to you. And I didn't think I was being mean and I wasn't being malicious to her. I was just mm-hmm. saying, this is it. Mm-hmm. And when I told my wife, she was like, oh, I would have, you might have been a little hard. I'm like, yeah, I might have been a little hard on her. But mm-hmm. from her perspective, because I always try and I always reflect and look back. Right. And like, How did I behave? How did I react? But I don't think I was... I was, to me, I was speaking my truth. You were. But can I give you some tips? Sure. Okay. Give, yeah, give me some tips. Yeah, I'm going to give you tips on, on the handle of this one. And then we'll go actually to an example I have with Delta Airlines. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, because well, these okay. are daily things, but this is good. But it's important to speak your truth, but it's how you go about doing it. So, I asked you if this was the woman that was in the woman that was maybe because I I could totally hear your frustration. You you gave you brought that sunscreen in. So who knows what the heck happened to it? Right. Right. But we don't know. You don't know if it was actually that woman. No, I don't. Right. That I don't. Yeah. That woman could be very responsible and would have never lost your sunscreen. Mm -hmm. But you don't know that. Right. You were frustrated at that time. I was. You were. And it wasn't maybe if you took it out or you maybe took it out on her too hard or too lightly. But what this is what what you could have said for next time. Okay. Miss Carolyn or Miss Caroline, I dropped this sunscreen off yesterday. And, you know, I'm a little frustrated to, that you guys have not found this. So I'm not taking this out on you personally, but I just want to let you know how I feel about it. Hmm. So 
so she, so you're 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 laying the word you're you're laying the foundation that you're not attacking her personally. You're talking about the situation. Okay. Only because you don't know the 100% truth. <laughs> Meaning that's why I asked you if it was her that had the the sunscreen. It may be a little bit different if she if if you actually handed her the sunscreen like you did today. Right. And you if I remembered you, that I did that. Right. That that's the part I didn't remember. Right, right, right. So okay. that's all that's fair. But I, I I think what you did was fine because you did speak the truth and that's kind of what we're talking about. But it's sometimes kind of how it is delivered in a in a manner that is effective. Okay. So it's just for next time. I think I still do it the same way. Okay. And that's okay. <laughs> That's what's great because we're both speaking our truth. Yeah, I think I'd still tell. Well, where's the sun? I, I thought I'd give it to you. Right. You right. being the class. Right. Is what I meant, and maybe I could have been more. Well, I'm, I'm just talking because you got the class, right? You got the right. class of Pete. You got the four teachers, and you have her. That's the individual. Right. So I'll tell you the same thing that happened to me, but in a different way with Delta Airlines trying to book this ticket because I'm going to oh, yeah, uh, get see my place. uncle mm-hmm. in Kansas. So I wanted to use Sky Miles. And try to do it online. Couldn't do it online for whatever reason. Called up. I didn't have enough miles. So then, okay. So I, had, I was talking to the representative. And the representative said, okay, this type of reservation you need to do online. So I had to go back and go and do it online. I had her show me every which way to do it. So 35, 40 minutes in, I did it. And then, oh, there was one little thing. At the end of the reservation, I needed to click some code and it wouldn't work. So then she was like, okay, you're going to have to talk to a representative to do it. (laughs) Okay. Okay? Yeah. So this is a 40 minute ordeal. And this is now I want to be by in bed by 11. It's 1145 (laughs) at night. Okay. So now I'm on the phone with the representative and she's, you know, taking me through it and all, all the reservations should be done. And she's going through it at, well, because it's miles, the charge on my ticket's going to be $11.99. Okay? Okay. So oh, just give me your card. So I give her my Express card. It will just take a moment for me to process. One minute goes by. Two minutes goes by. Is she, are you on hold at I'm this on point? I'm on hold. I'm okay. on hold. She comes back. We're having problems with our system right now. I'm um, sorry. This usually doesn't happen. Two minutes, four minutes, six minutes, eight minutes, and we're talking eleven ninety nine dollar charge. And I know they're having problems with their system because I was having problems with the online, and we're talking Delta Airlines. Mm-hmm. And this woman, I finally said to this woman, "I've been on hold," and I, this is what I said: "I'm not taking this out on you personally, mm-hmm. but I've been on." now on hold here for close to an hour. And this is honestly very unprofessional. <laughs> and, you know, this just... Yeah, that's it, fair. It, it's just very, very unprofessional. And I'm very frustrated. Okay. And I don't want to take it out on you personally. And, of course, she's doing all the right things. Well, I'm so sorry. Right. Delta, don't blah, 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 blah. Right. And so, though, but I knew John kind of in a way that that's where I've kind of grown as, as, as a person because a couple of years ago, who knows what I would have said. I might have hung up the phone, tried again. Yeah, Instead of just like all the stuff that we're learning is like, because, oh, by the way, 
I was saying, take a breath, <laughs> a lot of deep breaths during sure. this. So I was actually working on my breath. I was coming back to my breath mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. The, and just being patient. And I know I, I, I'll never forget, you know, yet last night or two nights ago, I just had my bare feet on the crown, just say, stay grounded. Like I was just like, yeah, I was, I was using the tools. I right. was using the tools to get through this unpleasant and annoying and frustrating situation. Sure. But I did express my truth. Nice. So I felt good about that. I got another example. This okay. just happened. This is good. This is a good episode. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. this happens. Okay. Yeah. We went from uh, vulnerability, but I think by speaking yeah. truth, which yeah. is vulnerability. In a way. So, you know, with the other business, with the business I run, mm-hmm. I'm in the midst of redesigning or having our website redone. And I hired somebody to do this. And he, basically, he sent me some ideas of sites, and I picked one, and then he started building it. And I had a change in it. I said, no, I, I, want you, I want it to be a certain way, not like the way you've done it. And I get this email from him that says, uh, basically, yes, I can convert it to the one, uh, the, the version that you indicated, but some of my time will be wasted. I showed you a multi-page version of the template originally, and we never really discussed making it a one-page site until now. There was a miscom. There was a communication breakdown. I guess I'll let you know when it's converted over. I'm like, okay. So I send them an email back, and I say, sorry about the miscommunication. I made the assumption that the site would be built according to the features and functionality of the template that we were choosing. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Right. Right. So I apologized. Yep. For the miscommunication. <laughs> I get email back. Oh, he's coming at you. Yeah. He says, you did not indicate you wanted the single page version. I showed you the multi-page demo. Please don't be snarky at this point. (laughs) Snarky. Snarky. I've heard the word snarky. I know. I don't think I've ever heard the word snarky. I've heard it. Have you? Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to be patient and make the site the way you want, despite spending about 15 hours over budget. So I read this email. I'm like, what the? First of all. You called me snarky. Yeah, when I was clearly apologizing. Right. So I'm at this point, I'm like, Ann, you're working for me, so just, I'm paying you, just do it. Right. Well, you're the one being snarky, (laughs) not me. (laughs) Snarky. So I was, I was, I was all up in arms when I get that email. And old me would have just, I was telling my wife, would have just like brought down a hell of horror that he would. Right. Never you would have went back at it. Just to, yeah, back, right, just, right. Just, just to do it. Right. Just to put him in his place. Right. And make you I feel good. Make me feel good. Right. I took some deep breaths. I let it, yeah. you know, I let it soak in a little bit. And I said, okay, how am I going to respond? I want to respond well. Mm. So here's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that you took my email as snarky. I was trying to communicate my apology for the miscommunication and take ownership for my misunderstanding. Beautiful. I'm sorry that it got lost in translation in the email. I appreciate the work that you're doing to work on the site. And then literally like two minutes later, he sends me the redone site. <laughs> so, so, okay. I don't know what, I mean, I think it's just an example of, I, of, I just, I was angry. Right. And I, my truth at that moment would have been speaking out in anger. Right. But that's not what I, that's not deep down, that's not the message or the thing I really wanted to convey. Right. 
I mean, the original thing was I was trying to take ownership for for the yeah. miscommunication to begin with. Right. And we miscommunicated again. Right. So I'm like, all right, I got to make sure that this is crystal clear to him what I'm trying to say to him, which is, I'm sorry. Right, right. And, you know, this goes back. I mean, this is, gosh, this all ties together because it's kind of like when we said our response is love over fear. Oh, from, Yeah. You know, I mean, well, yeah, it, it, oh, that's a perfect. It, that's example. what I'm saying. Yeah. This all kind of ties into it. It's really, you know, it's really just saying, okay, or anger, yeah, or fear or anger. anger, anger. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, not the same thing, but they can kind of go together. That you're responding so quick, you know, and just come back at him instead of just taking that deep breath. Take that second. Take that second. Just take that. You know, you want to get your point across, but there's a way you can do it and actually be kind about it, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. You know, it doesn't hurt. And I can tell you, and um, for all the parents out there, I'll give you another example that I'm trying to teach with my kids because it, it happens naturally to the outside world of like not wanting to maybe just tell the truth because we're going to hurt someone's feelings. I'll never forget this happened, I don't know, maybe like six months ago. One of my daughters um, was going to have a sleepover gonna sleep over someone else's house mm-hmm. okay and she got invited from another girl to sleep in another house oh so she's double booked well yeah well no she's already booked once okay so she's she, already booked well, already booked got another invite for the same day right okay. and she goes um something to the effect dad can you just call the mom and say that I can't I can't do it or I'm not feeling well I forgot what but it was like some sort of excuse it was not the truth mm-hmm. it was not the truth and I was like well, why do you want me to do this why can't you just say you're sleeping at right. this person well that person then she would get upset yeah, her, feeling, I, yeah. her feelings and I said I said listen I said I wish I learned this a long time ago <laughs> It's very important to just be honest. And this is that's what your true friends want you to be, is always honest with them. Mm-hmm. So you just call up this person and just say, you know, this person asked me to sleep over. I've already said yes. You know, we'll just have to do it another time. Yeah. And it could have been so, and trust me, I've been that parent that's, Done a little cover up for the kid, you know, they can't go to soccer practice and you say, oh, because they're sick and they're not sick. Right, right. You know, and now I refuse to do that. Well, it teaches the wrong lesson to your kid. Your kid, yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, I made a long, and that, that decision happened a long time ago, but that is just with like living a life of just. You know, speaking your truth, you're just, just just being truthful, just being honest. Because at the end of the day, if you're you're hurting yourself, you're hurting yourself more than anybody else out there. Well, you know what? To circle this all back together, yeah, I think it. From our discussion, I think being truthful and honest sometimes is very, makes you very vulnerable, vulnerable, and that's absolutely. why you don't do it. Yes, which Good is point. which is. Kind of crazy if you think about it, because they always say the truth will set you free. Yes. But a lot of times we don't want, we're always worried or, or we're worried about other people. We're worried about how we're going to feel if we tell, you know, our actual truth and our feelings. And it's very difficult. Yes. And it is. I think it does. It puts you in a, you feel vulnerable sometimes actually telling the truth. Yes. 
Yeah, because you care about other people. Or you don't want to hurt other people's feelings, or you don't want to get someone worried. Like right. my, I'll tell you, my sure. I tell you what you know. The one of the things that affected my relationship big time is my businesses as they were really struggling going down. I didn't share them. I didn't share the details with my former wife. So she, you know, I kept so that all the time. kind of in the dark. You'd live in the dark. And, you know, I, and the reason I didn't is I didn't want her to be worried. Right. And you know, I've learned so many, more stress. That's more stress. Because of course. she doesn't know what's happening. Doesn't, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so if there's any lessons that I could be learned that I can share with the audience, especially uh, from a business, from a guy who might be an entrepreneur or in business and you have a partner and spouse, you know, I think, you know, I would say, you know, that's very important to, if, if you're feeling stressed or, you know, vulnerable to share it with the ones closest to you. That's right. That's strength. Yeah. And it helps. That's the one thing I must realize <laughs> is when you realize and you talk about it, it's actually helping you. Right, right. What? Yeah. As opposed to keeping it all in. That's or, true. Or saying, you know, I've got it all under control. Everything's okay. Right. That's Not true. All, you know, and that's kind of what. You and I've been talking about is you know that's the vulnerability. Yeah, that's the that's that that's, that's the true vulnerability. That's a vulnerability. Is putting yourself out there. Yeah, it's not crying. You know, I mean, it's okay to cry. Don't get me wrong, but you know, right. I think sometimes people, and or, I'm going to say people for myself. I thought with vulnerability meant like you're always crying. <laughs> I did for years. <laughs> I would say, oh, he's so vulnerable. Oh my god, was he he's crying? A, you're, you're a crybaby, so yeah, you're vulnerable, right? But what I've realized over over the years is is truly vulnerability is strength, and vulnerability is courage, and vulnerability is being a person who just speaks the truth. Like I think what we said is this: it comes around if you're just sharing your feelings from your heart. Mm-hmm. That's oh. vulnerability, and we're laughing. That's what's like great. It. You could be you could be a happy, vulnerable person, I guess, at times. <laughs> I like it. All right. We, we good here? We did it. We did the whole thing. We did it. We, so, we hadn't done one of these in a while. It was fun. I know. Well, we do. We've been doing we do, them. We right. just, we usually have a guest afterwards. Yeah. For uh, everybody that's out there, make sure you're subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes, following us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod, and liking the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We will have a guest next next time. No, I don't think so. Oh, Oh, we'll open a couple weeks. I think we're oh, great. Okay. So we'll have some shows. You know, and again, hey, if you have a story, contact us. Right, we did that with the uh, contact. Where do we want to contact us? If they have a story of, of overcoming obstacles, or they can contact you at my what at Chris at Chris Forte. That's C H R I S F O R T E dot com. You got a story you want to share that you think can help people? We'll get you on. Yeah. Put yourself out there. Be a little vulnerable and talk That's to us. That's it. That's it. We're warriors, man. And uh, you can either be on the show or we'll talk to, talk about your story or just tweet us, contact us, and uh, we'll talk about it, put it out there, and together we'll all be strong. You got it. Until next time. Live brave. Join us next week for the next episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to the Humble Warrior Podcast by visiting chrisforte.com.